Welcome back to Breaking the Chains, stories of survivors and activists in the fight against human trafficking. Our goal is to raise awareness about this critical issue, dispel myths and misconceptions surrounding human trafficking, and provide listeners with actionable steps they can take to support the fight against modern-day slavery. Today, we are joined by Dr. Hani Staklosa, the Chief Medical Officer of Heal Trafficking, an emergency physician at Brigham and Women's Hospital, with appointments at Harvard Medical School and the Harvard Humanitarian Initiative. Dr. Saklosa is an internationally recognized expert, advocate, researcher, and speaker on the well-being of trafficking survivors in the United States and internationally through a public health perspective. Dr. Staklosa begins by telling us why she became interested in medicine and human trafficking. I was drawn to emergency medicine because I saw it as a very powerful way to have impact on people in their darkest moments. Um, I chose medicine um, because I saw that physicians were able to have not only an impact on individual patients, but that they were respected individuals in their communities and were listened to voices when it came to policy and advocacy on behalf of their patients. When I learned that trafficking victims access healthcare while they're being trafficked and that the number one place is emergency departments, I also had that aha moment of like, oh my gosh, I've definitely missed these patients while I've been um, been being trained. Um, and if I'm in these shoes, like of, of, of not knowing, not even seeing it, um, let alone knowing what to do, how many other people around the nation, around the globe are health professionals that are out there practicing, that are out there being trained, that have no clue um, that they are caring for people experiencing trafficking, and all of those people who are experiencing trafficking that are accessing healthcare are missing out on the resources that they could access if their health professionals were just changed, uh, trained. And so that's, um, that's it in a nutshell. There are many factors, risks, harms, and traumas that can lead to someone being trafficked and exploited. These factors can be economic, social, or even sociological. Addressing all these factors may be the most challenging part of Dr. Staklos' public health work. I think the hardest part is that I can't undo all of those harms in that moment, if that makes any sense. Um, and so just to, you know, a number of the cases that we see in my own emergency department are ones where someone's um, using substances, whether that be methamphetamines or um, opioids or benzos or all of the above, um, and their trafficker is using those drugs to coerce them and manipulating that substance use. Um, oftentimes they're, um, they're unhoused as well, um, so they, they need housing. They may have uh, a criminal record that makes it really hard for them to have another job. Um, and, and so it's this like nested um, cycle of violence and um, and harm that they're experiencing. Um, and I think um, what I love is the opportunity to be able to provide resources and connect them with resources. Um, but uh, it takes time, it takes work. It's this is done in partnership. It's not, it's never just me um, or any of the clinicians. Um, but I, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard. Um, it's just hard work um, in general. Um, and, and it's also exciting because those seeds that we plant, the, the, the impact that we can have on 
um, really undoing some of those harms and reversing that cycle of violence is also really powerful, um, but it's not easy. In order to confront some of these challenges and provide both doctors and victims resources, Dr. Staklosa founded HEAL, a survivor-centered, trauma-informed, and evidence and practice-based approach to anti-trafficking efforts. The way that HEAL works is we're building the capacity of healthcare to respond to trafficking globally. And what that means is, has meant different things over the life of our organization. So we're now 10 years old, which is like really cool. Um, when we first started off, we were focused on changing the paradigm of the trafficking movement from a criminal justice one to public health one. Um, and now we're really zoomed into healthcare itself. And then we build tools and provide technical assistance to do that systems change work, that ecosystem changing work. Um, and so that's meant different things at different times. Um, we have a toolkit that's being utilized in uh, 35 countries around the globe that is that playbook so that folks who want to do create their policies and procedures have examples of how to do so and then like kind of step-by-step step, step instructions. To raise global awareness and push for a change in paradigm of human trafficking from criminal justice to public health, Dr. Staklosa co-authored an editorial to Stat News, urging the World Health Organization to adopt diagnostic codes for human trafficking. This will provide institutional services and support after identification of trafficking victims. And so the framing of trafficking as a public health issue where we recognize you're never going to end trafficking without doing upstream prevention work is relatively new in the scheme of, scheme of things. And then a subset of that is the healthcare response to trafficking. And so we do have a long way to go. I'm seeing positive signs that we're, we're getting that traction. We heal, we're invited to create the policy um, recommendations based on existing evidence for the healthcare community um, globally. And those findings are, are published. And so just even like having that component to those recommendations uh, for sustainable development goal 8.7 is 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 huge for for healthcare's response to trafficking and you know even just as another sort of blip of data knowing that our heal network comprises folks that are in 45 countries around the globe is also a really um positive signal it means that in those 45 countries there's at least one person um, who sees trafficking as a healthcare issue. While organizations like HEAL are creating large-scale impact on trafficking, what can governments and individuals do to raise awareness, address human trafficking, or aid survivors? I do believe that there should be requirements in place, um, similar to like what New York State and uh, has in, in terms of a state law, that they require health systems to have policies and procedures, and that all health professionals have some amount of education on trafficking. Um, I think that's just like a, it's a very low bar, but also a really needed bar to help create that change. Know what you're good at um, and where your wheelhouse is, and then offer those services to organizations that are doing good work, but also vet those organizations. Some organizations are really good at uh, marketing and PR, um, and there's not a lot of substance behind it, or some of their practices are actually problematic. Um, so do your homework on the organizations that you work with as well. It's a little sprinkling of ideas. She tells us that many organizations use images that are sensationalized, which in fact re-exploit survivors. She recommends hopping on a call with organizations of interest to determine whether they are survivor-centered and empowering. I, I think it's really important that organizations are working on labor trafficking and sex trafficking. Um, 
labor trafficking is, at least internationally, we know that it's more common and we know that the statistics are distorted in the United States because of the ways in which um, inequities have played out in our, the anti-trafficking laws and then funding streams, et cetera. Um, and, and so um, incorporating a work on labor trafficking is really important, um, I think, in, in really creating an equitable movement in the anti-trafficking space. Are there any overarching themes or messages you would like to share with anyone listening? So I believe that each and every person can have an impact on human trafficking. And it doesn't matter if it's labeled that way, if that makes sense. Um, we, we all have an opportunity and responsibility to change the world around us with the power and privilege that we have. Um, and if we're approaching our life's work, how we spend our time and energy in this world in that way, you will be addressing trafficking. Um, I encourage folks to just to stay to stay informed to to be curious but also critical um, and and if anyone wants to work on healthcare and trafficking uh, they should uh, contact me um, and contact heal trafficking so Thank you so much for listening to the second episode of Breaking the Chains, stories of survivors and activists in the fight against human trafficking. We hope to see you again in the next one.